Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Prince, and I am the host of the Once Bitten podcast. This is a podcast focused on Bitcoin. It's my mission to interview as many people as I can around the different aspects of Bitcoin and help people understand exactly what Bitcoin could mean for them and for their families and for their future. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, welcome to this edition of the Once Bitten Podcast. Joining me on this show is Matthias Nicolaou. He is a UFC fighter. So for all of your UFC friends out there that aren't stacking Bitcoin yet, might want to learn a little bit about why someone such as Matthias would be looking at using Bitcoin, then forward them this episode because there's more and more people like Matthias in the athlete domain who are doing this. Actually, there's more Bitcoiners in the UFC. Uh, there's, I've had Kenny Florian on the show before as well. There's more athletes to come. Uh, Bitwage are helping these guys out stack sets. They're doing a great job and we will get into all of that in the show. Now, before we start the interview, please make sure you are supporting the show in any way you can. Thank you so much for all of the uh, responses on Twitter and reaching out and DMs and whatever. Uh, if you want to stack sats, you should be stacking sats, and you can do that with these services. If, if you are in the US, you can use swanbitcoin.com. They're a great team. Just get stacking away. Start piling up that stack nice and high across Europe. You can use relay.ch forward slash bitten and bitcoinreserve.com forward slash bitten. Bitcoin Reserve are going to help you with a white glove service if you are coming in with heavy pockets to put on some good size positions. Coincorner.com. They are based in the Isle of Man. They are an exchange. Set up your weekly auto buys with them. You can use euros or pounds, and they're doing a lot of great work with Lightning. You can now order their Bolt card, which is linked to your Coincorner app and linked to your Coincorner account, and you will be able to use that Bolt card at uh, point of sale machines so when you're out and about shopping and you'll be able to use that linked to your bitcoin in your account or your sterling or your pounds this is happening very quickly make sure you are in control of your keys and stacking that bitcoin safely shiftcrypto.ch forward slash bitten have you covered with the bitbox 02 bitcoin only wallet that link will save you five percent and you will be able to sleep easy BitcoinDay.io are doing meetups across the US each month. You can use code OB10 for 10% discount. Go find some other Bitcoiners. In Prague, 21st, 23rd of October, there's going to be a conference called Liberty in Our Lifetime, put together by the Free Cities Foundation. And that is run by uh, Peter Young, who's looking after the conference, and uh, Titus Gable, obviously, who wrote the book Free Private Cities. Both of those guys will be present at this conference. Stefan Levera and myself are also going to be there amongst others. Hit the link in the show notes, save yourself 20% on early bird tickets. Uh, and a big shout out, Consensus Network. Go support your plebs and help orange pill your friends. The link is in the show notes, but if you hit up Consensus Network and use code BITTEN at checkout, you'll get 10% discount. Just try and help the plebs as best you can. Nico's doing a great job. I've got an interview with him dropping very, very soon. You can buy Bitcoin books in many different languages. This is such a huge help for those people that are trying to orange peel people. And if you want to check out my book, that's Choose Life. Find it on Amazon. Meanwhile, let's get on with the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. 
Enjoy the show with Mateus. All right, guys, we are here with Mateus Nicolau, UFC. What weight are you? Flyweight? Is that correct? Flyweight. Yeah. Flyweight. Which means which means you weigh uh, under a certain what 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 weight do you need to be? Uh, one twenty five pounds, fifty seven kilos, one twenty five pounds. All right. Okay. Well, that's nice and slim. Good work. Now, <laughs> guys uh are here uh lauren and samuel wanted to come in and speak to you today and ask you a few questions so good luck Hi. this could be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life <laughs> hello okay so my first sorry my english was completely gone my first question is why did you become like like a, a fighter like a boxer uh-huh so you don't start with uh, playing with my brother. I have two older brothers and they like fighting. Where we always like to watch the old Vale Tudo uh, tapes like Rickson Gracie fighting for in Japan and, and those kind of stuff. And also watching boxing like Mike Tyson. And I always like it. But at the time when I was a kid, I wanted to be a soccer player. That's pretty common in Brazil, I guess. And I always um, play soccer since I was like really young. And then I started jiu-jitsu when I was nine years old. And the first idea is to use jiu-jitsu to give me more uh, ability and give me more like uh, body control, balancing, all, all that kind of stuff. But then I completely fall in love with jiu-jitsu. And I was already playing football for a long time. I was already like... Uh, getting boring with football with soccer and then i just fall in love with jiu-jitsu and i make the decision that i wanted to be a fighter so everything starts like a with playing like a a, a fun funny thing and then i start jiu-jitsu for other um other goals more than being a fighter but then things just happen i just completely fall in love for the martial arts way and that's how I end up being a fighter and MMA fighter. Everything starts with jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu was my first martial arts, the first martial arts that I ever trained in my life. Wow. It goes from playing with your siblings to being a fighter. Yeah. That's crazy. And we were watching some of your fights earlier on, on YouTube. Yeah, I would not want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, no, you like it to watch. Looks fun, you know. That was all the blood running around. And... <laughs> yeah, the, the part, we just cut the part. <laughs> all right, Samuel, do, do well, you I have a question? Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, my next question is, have you, like, have you, like, signed autographs? Uh, yes, I'm kind of shy, but, yes, it's always nice when people come around and, they watch you fight and they want to take pictures and sign autograph. I'm it's, I got a split feeling like sometimes I've got a little bit shy, but also it's good to, to see that my people appreciate my work or what I'm doing, you know? So I, I do like. All right. Now I can hand it over to, over to Samuel. Thank All right. you. <laughs> Welcome. Okay, Thank you. Finally took long enough. <laughs> Hello, Samuel. Hi. How are you doing? Good. What about you? I'm great. Thank you. Anyways, first question. Um, 
How does it feel to be kicked in the face or punched in the face or anywhere? Yeah, so uh, when we're fighting, we have the adrenaline. And the adrenaline makers don't feel that much. Uh, at the moment, when you got caught, like with punches and kicks, we don't feel that much. We don't really feel. But then after we just slow down and the times pass a little bit, then the bad part comes. And we feel a little pain here, a little pain there. But I think that's worse, you know, like the feeling of um, getting my hand raised, getting the victory. And even in the bad days that we didn't get the victory, but we do our best and we try to get the victory. And this is good. It's a great feeling. And this part of getting kicked, getting punched, it's it's the bad part of the way, but it's worse. Do, do you want to get kicked in the head, mate? Hell no. <laughs> um, but That's why I like to... I like to work on my defense too much so I don't get don't get caught too much so this is one of my main um, objective when I'm training one of the things that I train the most is my defense I've I've uh, watched uh, Floyd Mayweather is one of the best pound for pound ever in boxing and he once said like uh, less I get hit more I gonna last in this sport and this is something that I get with me. So I really need to work on my defense so I can have a long career and don't get kicked too much. Samuel, you might need to get some tips from him when, it, when you fight Daddy. Oh, yeah, that that would be a good idea. You got no chance, pal. Uh, you, can ask, you can ask as many tips from a professional UFC fighter as you like. You're going to go down every time. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, your daddy always know your weak and your strong point, so you can train a lot, but man, your daddy is always gonna kick you. I mean, it yes, but it also kind of depends if he watches the like the training as well. I know what to tickle you. Yeah, what? Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Do you have any other questions? Yes. Okay. Um, how many tournaments or wins or trophies or whatever you win um, have you won? Um, that's a difficult one because I fought a lot of jiu-jitsu before I started competing in MMA. I, didn't, I don't know exactly, but it was a lot of tournaments. But I, I kind of stopped fighting jiu-jitsu when I made my MMA pro debut and I was 17. So it was like uh, 12 years ago. I'm 29 now. And in MMA, I'm not 100% sure, but I think my professional record is something around 17 victories, two defeats, and one draw. And plus, we have the, the ultimate fighters that they don't go to our pro records. I don't know why. I think that should go. That I have two more victories and one defeat in the ultimate fighter show. Impressive. That, 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 that is yes. mind blowing. What what's what's the yeah, thank what's, you. What's the ultimate goal for you? Um the ultimate goal as a competitive way saying is to be a world champion, uh UFC world champion because it's the biggest organization and is where I think the best fighter it is right now. 
And plus that, I want to do good when I get in that position of a world champion and I want to help more people as I, as I can. Um, because when I was a kid, I have a lot of guys in the team that was older and always trying to help me anyway, give me right here, help me going to the championship, to the tournaments. Um, sometimes with just some good talk, you know, and I really want to do good for the people around me and not only the people around me that I know, but the people that have the same dream that I have, but doesn't have the opportunity. And I have a lot of that people in Brazil like living in the favelas and stuff like that. So I want to do good when I get in the world champion position. That's my ultimate goal. Very good goal. Yeah. Well, we hope you get there. Do you guys yeah. have any uh, further questions? I have one last. Okay. It kind of follows with the other question. Mm -hmm. But like, what do you win? Like trophies, belts, or certificates, or medals? Yeah. 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 Um, I didn't get any belt yet. Um, I hope that my first belt will be the ultimate belt that is the UFC belt. So this is my first belt. And I think that we are getting there little by little, but now we are kind of close. And But I got a lot of uh, medals in jiu-jitsu tournaments and I also compete on a kickbox tournament, so I have a lot of medals of those amateur competition. Because in MMA, when you do win a fight, it's not very common. I mean, I have some trophies here and another trophies there, but in MMA, it's not that common that when you win a fight, they give you a trophy or, or a medal or something like that. No, just go to your record, uh, one plus victory, and that's it. So... I have more medals and trophies from my days competing in jiu-jitsu than in really in an MMA. Okay. All right. Well, do you want? Do you guys want to say good night? Yep. Yeah. Um, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye, bye. Have a good night. Is it right night there? Yeah. Well, kind of. Yeah. It's, kind yes. of. It's um. It's it's like eight-ish and the sun's still. Oh, eight. Here is kind of early, is kind of not early, but it's kind of 11 a.m. Oh. Big difference. Where you guys are? And um, Europe? Yeah, in France. Oh, oh, nice, nice. In France, I've, I've been there, but uh, actually, I was in uh, Switzerland. I made uh, two fights in Switzerland in the beginning of my pro career in Neuchâtel. Yeah. And then I went to Annecy for a seminar, but not that much. I, I'd never been in Paris yet. It's one of my dreams, but soon. One day, brother. Let us know when you're coming. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, um, thank you for your questions. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You. You nice to meet you guys. Yeah, shout out for for Neuchatel. A lot of good, uh, lot of good Bitcoin work going on in uh, in Neuchatel. A lot of uh, good Swiss. Oh, really nice. There. Yeah, which of course is why you're on the show. Why why people might be thinking, you know, why is Princey talking to a a UFC MMA guy? Um, and that would be because of your affiliation with with Bitcoin and with with Bitwage in particular. So, should we talk yes. about? Let's. Uh, Let's go back to what you know. Why Bitcoin? What what first of all turned you on to the 
kind of ethos of Bitcoin and what it could mean for you and, and your career and your family behind you? Yeah, um, so I wanted to start uh, investing in my future. Uh, like, you know, like uh, in all kind of sport, and especially in, in so intense sport like MMA, you have a short, kind of short career. You never know about the, the future. And I always was worried about that and want to start investing in my future. And then I, I've been hearing about Bitcoin for a long time and all the crypto world. And then I have this idea in my mind already, but I didn't have the, the confidence and I didn't feel, feel safe and security about putting my money in the crypto world. It was when I met the Bitwage guys that they helped me to do everything in the safest and the easiest way possible. And then they gave me all the support, uh, any question that I have, anything, they always support me. So they was the, the main reason that I really uh, make that decision like, okay, so now I start to put a little bit of my money in Bitcoin. And like I said, I'm thinking about my future and I always thinking about to diversificate my investments. And that's what I did. And Bitcoin, particularly talking about the crypto words, is the first crypto coin that I ever heard about it. And in my opinion, is the strongest one. You know, it's like it's been the, the market for a long, long time. And is the one who I have more confidence and feel more secure to put my money in. Of course, maybe in the future, I will like diversificate it and put a little bit more in others' coins. But for now, I feel good only putting my money in Bitcoin. Yeah, just stay like that. that that's all you need yeah, to do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't worry I'll about, don't worry about the other coins. Keep, keep, your, keep your mind focused on your UFC belts. Bitcoin yes. has Bitcoin's got you covered for the rest of your life, uh, and so now you can that's, get. That's why I uh, decided to put like a, a small percentage, and not everything of my salary, all my salary, because that way I can, I don't need to worry about nothing about uh, volatility, about nothing. You know, I just put a small amount. I'm thinking about the future. Doesn't care for me if the Bitcoin goes down a little bit this month and go high the next month. You know, every month I put a little, a little, and then that's how I plan in my future. You know, so like you said, I can focus only about uh, my UFC career, getting better as an athlete, as a human being, and then just little by little, I see that my Bitcoin is like growing up a little bit. And I don't need to worry about, so, oh, today the Bitcoin goes down. Oh, what am I going to do? No, I don't need that money for now. I can't let the time work for me so I can focus on my career. Yeah, lower prices means you buy more Bitcoin for the, for the money that you're you know, using. Exactly. It was just what happened this month. Like when I saw the Bitcoin goes down a little bit and I was about to receive a, a money, I just changed in the Bitway uh, because in Bitwage, I can choose how much the percentage I want to put in, uh, in the Bitcoin or other cryptos or in my U.S. bank account or in my Brazilian bank account. And then I just change. I put a small, uh, higher amount, uh, bigger amount in Bitcoin because I saw that the Bitcoin was going down. Say, hey, that's a good opportunity for me. So for this month, let's make more Bitcoin. So next month, so when Bitcoin goes up a little bit, I have a little bit more money. So I just did it. 
That's amazing. So do you, I mean, how, how do you get paid? If you don't mind me asking, do you, do you have like rolling sponsorship deals or do you get money for appearance? Do you get money for wins? Like what, what, or a mix of everything? Yeah. All, all of that. Like we, I have uh, some sponsors, uh, not that big right now in the moment. Uh, but yes, I have some sponsor that give me money monthly. And I also receive money when I do fight. And also I receive money when I do win. So, and also for appearance, seminars, teaching classes, and, and all those kind of stuff. But they like, the big money that I made, is, of course, is for fighting. You know, this is the the most part of it, of my money, came when I fight and when I win. Of course, I, I make more money. And that's it. Have you spoken to any of the other uh, professional uh, MMA or UFC fighters uh, about this? Because I've had Kenny Florian on the show before. And Kenny is a big Bitcoin maximalist. Uh, and so nice. uh, it, I, I just wonder how much of the conversation is going on between you guys about how this is a tool for you to, you know, pr protect yourselves because you're in such a dangerous business. <laughs> you know, you're, you, your career could be over the next fight. Yes. Uh, I've been talking uh, with a lot of friends uh, we have a lot of fighters in the gym in Novo Neon, Brazil, a lot of, that's so many fighters. And I've been talking to a friend particularly for a long time about the Bitcoin. He, he does put his money in Bitcoin as well. Even before I started doing, he does by his own means. Like, and he always uh, talked to me, explained me a little bit. He, he, uh, his name is Kawan and his brother Kawe also fight. And his father and his mother, they also put have some money in Bitcoin as well. So the whole family does. And that was, he's the guy that I talk more about Bitcoin. He, one of the guys that when Bitrage came to me, I talked to him and said, hey man, that's a great opportunity for you. Just go for it. And then after that, when the Bitrage guys came to the gym, a lot of other fighters start to be interesting. And they also talk to Fabiano, which is a, one of the beach wage guys and Fabian was explaining everything about the Bitcoin world and everything for them. And it was funny because we see two things. We see that a lot of fighters uh, never know about it, but also we see fighters that I didn't have idea. They know about it and they just do doesn't know about it, but they already have some Bitcoins. So that was, that was cool because, I, I didn't imagine that we have other fighters. Not I'm not talking about famous fighters that have a high payroll. I'm talking about amateur fighters, people we starting. And it's funny because you see the younger young people, they know more about Bitcoin, the crypto world, more than the old guys. I mean, old guys that been fighting for a long time. So that was funny because we already have some friends in Rio de Janeiro that I put some money in Bitcoin. And to be honest, in Brazil, we have less people doing that than we have here in America or in Europe. I mean, at least for now. And after um, me and Bitwage, we closed the deal and we announced it. Uh, Fabiano told me that a lot of fighters, not only UFC fighters, but fighters in all 
and other organization was reaching then and asking about how it is, how it goes. So it was nice to see that people is getting more and more interested about it. How did they find you, the Bitwage guys? Uh, they looked me in Twitter. And then Vinicius, who is my PR manager, he just saw his message and said, hey, man, there's a great opportunity here for you. And Vinicius, this, this guy, my PR manager, he already, he already does Bitcoin. He already has ah, some Bitcoin. And, okay. and not, not only that, I'm paying all of his percentage because he has a certain percentage of my sponsor and everything. I'm paying him directly in Bitcoin that because he wanted that. He said, hey, I want to be, get paid in Bitcoin. So every time you're going to pay me, pay me in Bitcoin. I say, okay. So that was nice too. All right. That, but in my family, sense. I was the first. So so your, your PR guy, he's already a Bitcoiner. Uh, right. Yeah. That makes sense. So the guys must have seen some of his tweets and saw that they were that he was managing your, your PR. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Well, you know, welcome aboard, man. Welcome aboard to the, the Bitcoin train. Uh, the, the Bitwage guys are doing a great job. I've had Jonathan on the show before, the, uh, the CEO. Uh, and um, did you just want to explain to people how it works and, and you know, how people can set it up and what you've got it set at? Yes, of course. So the Bitwage, uh, let's say I receive a, a salary, a normal salary monthly or doesn't matter like we do in UFC we receive you only when you fight doesn't matter so you're gonna take a payroll and they're gonna uh, have you a bank number like normal bank number with all the infos so you give to your to your boss to your, the company they are paying you and they will make the deposit normal deposit over there they are not paying you as Bitcoin they pay you normal the way they used to do like dollars or reais or or whatever, and then the Bitwage, you make everything for you. So you go in the Bitwage website, you can choose, like I said before, you can choose how you want your money, how you want to receive your money. So let's say they are receiving $1,000. I can choose over there the percentage I want to have in Bitcoin, the percentage I want to have in other cryptos, the percentage I want in my Brazilian bank account, the percentage I, I want in my US bank account. And this particularly for me, make my life much easier because when I fought in the UFC for the first time, I received in my Brazilian bank account. And man, this takes so long for me to see my money. The first time was more than a month because I didn't know how it works. You know, the bank was all the time trying to stole me and keep my money there. UFC makes the payment right away. So if I fight on, on Saturday, Monday, they already make the, the payment. So it's supposed to be go fast in my bank account, but that's not how it works. And not just about that. The only thing that is really helping me is because just right now I'm here in California. I'm teaching here. I'm training here. But then I go back to Rio on the end of this month, on 30th. And then I need uh, I'm out in Brazil. I also need an amount in the U.S. when I come in because all the time changing, doing cambio, exchanging and stuff like that to always lose money. So with the beach wage makes everything easier for me. So I put a, a, the amount that I want in Bitcoin, thinking about my future, thinking about something, you know, 
ahead and i also have some part of my money in my us bank account so i can use it i can pay my bills i can do whatever so bitwage was like something that really really worked for me the way i live always traveling one day i'm here another day i'm in europe so this makes things much easier because like i said the first time that i received my brazilian bank account it not just takes so long but the exchange rate was so bad so they always you always lose a lot of money and then i was traveling to us i have to exchange my money again and lose more money and then things was just terrible before and now with bitwage things is way easier way faster and i see that my money is i keep my money i'm not losing my money every time that i'm traveling i'm not losing my money you know i'm i think i doing the best with my money right now because of the bitwage and how it works yeah, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant service and anyone can sign up for it. So anyone, you know, it's a global service. And yeah, even if you've just got your nine to five job, you you just sign up for Bitwage and, you know, that the, the salary hits that account and then you're in charge of it and you can stack that way. It's, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant yeah. service. And uh, it's nice because Bitwage, they don't keep your money. You just right away, as soon as the money starts, as soon as the money enters, they just put it whatever you choose you know it's like too fast it's like it's really really good i'm really uh happy with the job and not just that like i said the thing the, the main thing for me is the support they give me you know so that was brilliant the support every time that i need to talk with someone there's always someone available for me fabiano flew to Rio de Janeiro so he can meet me face to face and explain me everything. He also gives me a ledger and explain me how it works. You know, he, he explained everything for me. So this was just brilliant. You know, the way they do it make me feel really, really safe about doing this. That's, that's the next point I was going to make that they do not hold the Bitcoin. They educate you yes you need to take control and have your own private keys and that's the reason they gave you the hardware wallet uh, so for anybody listening yeah sign up start stacking there, there, there's no downside you you are in control of it and it's a great way to just shovel bitcoin away for the future if you're earning a fiat salary yes exactly they don't hold your bitcoin they just show you how to do it and that's it you do it by yourself and you have the control of your money and it's good because when they explain you, you can really understand how it works, what you need to do, how everything, all the system works, you know. So I'm, I've been learning a lot since I, I met the Bitwage guys. There was the, the point that, like I said, I, I used to talk before with some friends about the Bitcoin words and stuff like that, but I never had uh, such a professional conversation, uh, really educated about the world and everything that comes with it, like I have with the Beatrice guys. You'll be pleased to know that uh, even though your English is perfect, that there are a couple of guys in Madeira that are working on uh, translating all of the Bitcoin-related books into Portuguese. Yeah, that's nice. Like, my English is good. It's not perfect. I think my English is good. I can talk, but like in some occasions, in some subjects, I don't feel 100% safe. And that was another thing that was really good because when I was talking with the Beach Rage guys, with Mino and Jonathan, we were talking in English. And then Fabiano came and he said, hey, if you have any doubt, if you want me to explain everything in Portuguese for you, if you feel more safe 
about doing that in Portuguese, you can do this as well. So that was another thing, like they they tried to make it thing so easy for me in a point that I was, like I said, I was really feeling really security and safe about it. What Bitcoin books have you read so far? Are you uh, are you up to date or do you, do you need some sent over to you? Because I know the guys, Andre at Monstera or, um, or at Nico at uh, Consensus Network would, would more than happily send you a few copies of something. Oh, I would love. I, I need to start reading more. Uh, Mino, he gave me a book about the Bitcoin, how it, the Bitcoin uh, used to work. But I didn't start to read yet because I was reading another books. I finished the Rickson Gracie book and stuff like that. And when I'm reading, I like to be completely focused on that reading. I like to make my notes and stuff like that. So if you have some books so you can indicate it to me, I'll be more than happy. We can do that, mate. We can we can get you a copy of the Bitcoin Standard, to, you know, for for sure in Portuguese. So don't worry about that, or, or even uh, the Bitcoin nice. Standard or the Fiat Standard. We'll we'll make it happen. I'll I'll speak to the guys, or they'll probably listen to this and be writing uh, writing the address <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> so what's going what's going on in Brazil, man? What's um what's going on over there? What's the the feel for the the citizens of the country? Because um you know that it's been a tough time globally for everybody there's been a, a hell of a lot of inflation uh, in the country so yes. how is it affecting uh you know the the society over there yeah actually it's pretty bad when you you see the prices every time you go to the market in the next week the price is always higher the inflation is is one of the biggest inflation we have over the past years. Uh, it's more than 10% right now in Brazil. So it's not good at all. And not just just that, not just about the pandemic that was, like you said, globally bad. We also have this war right now with Ukraine and US that, of course, um, it makes difference all around the world. And not just that, but this year is year of election of our president election in Brazil. So it's one one more thing that make the market volatile, you know. So you never know what's going on. Right now, the Brazilian reais, which is our coin over there, is really bad. Like it's one dollar uh, is more than five reais. So. And used to be like around three. That was the medium price for the last years. You know, three, three something, maximum four, something like that. But man, more than five. And last year, you almost got in six. Was like five, almost six highs, one dollar. So this is bad. And this is another thing that really make me want to put my money in Bitcoin because have keeping my all my money in highs right now is not good. You know, if I like I said, if I need to travel, if I need to make some exchange, it would be so so bad for me. You know, like five highs for a dollar, so I need five hundred highs to get a hundred dollars. So this is bad. Um, not just about the post pandemic, but like I said. This year we're gonna have election, like a presidential election. So this makes the things even more volatile in Brazil, more difficult. So I think I just enter in the Bitcoin world in the exactly moment that I need to. So when you said inflation is ten percent, is that like you know per week? Like prices are going up per week, ten percent, or that's no, no. Okay. This is annual. It's okay, percent. It's around almost twelve. 
11 point something. But I mean, when you go to the supermarket every week, the prices is higher and higher. And this is crazy, man. I, I was talking with some friends that they have some business. Um, they uh, make food. And they say, man, the problem with that is that every week we have to change our menu, the prices of our menu, because when you buy some fish or when you're going to buy some meat, goes higher and higher every week. Every week is the price is higher, so I cannot maintain my price here. And this is really bad for the business because every time I need to change my menu, I need to train, change the, the prices of all of my menu. So it's a difficult time for sure for everybody. Yeah, it's uh, it's not great, and and like politically, what's the the stance there? Is um, is it Bolsonaro? Is that the president at the moment? Yeah, Bolsonaro. Yeah. So good guy, bad guy, all politicians are pointless. You know what's what's the what's the feel? Yeah, the feel I have is a is a really really bad feel about. Uh, all of all the politicians in Brazil doesn't matter if he's a right or left. I don't trust nobody to be honest with you. I don't feel that there's a because the political the political in Brazil it's not just in Brazil but all around the world. But in Brazil, especially, I can see better because I live there. But in Brazil, is all messed up. Not just about. I'm not. I'm not going to blame on the president because not just him. It's all the political system that is bad in Brazil. You know, we have a lot of corruption there, and that's so bad for the people. Brazil used. It was supposed to be a really, really rich country. You know, we have a lot of things that make money. We have a uh, petroleum. We have. Uh, we have a. Uh, a great place for tourism. We we have a uh, great plantations of everything, and still, but the corruptions is so bad that the people is really suffering. So that's the problem with Brazil. Is a so such an excellent country, excellent people. Um, if we are so blessed, naturally saying like we can we can plant a lot of different seeds and stuff like that and sell. And but still, you know, the corruption, the political system makes our country bad. You know, it's what doesn't let us to be a high potence like we should be. Do you, I mean, do you think you'll end up leaving completely, or it's a country that uh, you, you will always want to be part of? I, I love, I love Brazil. I love my friends there. I love our culture, our way of living there. You know, my friends and everything. But maybe one day, talking about business, talking, uh, thinking about business, thinking about my my life after I retire, I think I'll make a move probably to come come to US. Probably, I don't know. Um, end up uh, open up my academy here or whatever you know so i really do think about making this move for now like i said my goal is to be a world champion and i'm really happy to train at novo union i've been training there since i was 17 i moved from my city belo horizonte to rio de janeiro to train in novo union it's a it's a excellent gym we have an excellent fighter that's like jose aldo and another big names there a world champion name so i'm i really like to train there and for now for my goal which is at the moment to be ufc world champion i think i'm good like i said 
the dollar is like one dollar is five reais. So for me, who is making dollars and living in Brazil at the moment, it's kind of good because I make a lot of money. But I also think about my future, and yes, maybe sometime I will make that move, you know, to come to US probably. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy that we we get pushed into making these decisions, right? It, it's just all a force function of central bank monetary manipulation and policies that end up just ruining people's lives and pushing them away from their countries. And this is why we see such a uh, a renewed hope in El Salvador because so many people had to leave, like the eldest sons of a, each family had to leave, had no choice to go and make dollars across the, uh, across the borders in, uh, in America or in, in other surrounding countries uh, to, just to send money home for, for the families. And this is what Bitcoin fixes. And this is what's so amazing that, uh, you know, what, what I love as well is that you're going to have this following building up around you whether that's US-based fans, European-based fans, Brazilian-based fans, and you can now start flying the flag for Bitcoin and helping us educate the people that come and be behind us the values of Bitcoin and, and how it can save them and their families. Yeah, of course. And I was really happy when I saw that uh, B2A just announced the new partnership with the NFL player Alex Barrett. Mm -hmm. And Alex said that one of the things that made him feel safe and, and motivated to put his money in Bitcoin was when he saw that I was uh, receiving uh, part of my payday in Bitcoin. And when I saw that, it was really made this NFL player just... He saw me doing and he started doing so I was really happy about that and like I said this kind of similar happened in my gym in Brazil and I was really happy about it like oh man this is good I'm doing something good and when I say said about my ultimate goal something like this you know like to be good to do good with the people that are around me you know like any way that I can Today is like talking about Bitcoin and people knowing about that, how this can be good, how this can be done. And tomorrow when I have more money, more dollars and more Bitcoin, how can I help them? Uh, maybe creating a project for Macho Watch, maybe helping people in other, other ways. So yes, man, I was really happy with that. And I want to bring more people to the Bitcoin world so we can be even stronger and i think this is something that is just happened naturally you know like people are seeing that what's going on in the world like you said about the coins about everything the way the way the the things works and this is just naturally i was just talking that with the beach wage guys in the past and i beach wage is a bit bitcoin is i think is the first crypto right now and it was even before already and but in the future you'll be not just the number one crypto coin but i think will be the number one coin of all you know like uh, all around the world i think we're gonna use bitcoin daily more and more that's inevitable yeah and that's never something that will happen naturally it's, it's already happening and there's only 21 million of them available so stack as uh -huh. fast as you can so career-wise, yeah. what, what's the average length, would you say, of a UFC fighter, MMA fighter? Uh, sorry, can you... What would be the up? average age uh, of retirement, I should say? The average age of retirement. Uh, okay. 
I would say the average uh, is around a little before than 40. I would say 38, something around this, 36 to 38. But we can see some fighters that really take care of their body and also how they fight. This is really important too. Like I said, less you get hit, more you're going to long. And some fighters, they just got hit too much. They just go, they just go for the brawl, so they will have a shorter career. But I think 36 to 38 is, is the average that people retired. And But we, like I said, we can see some people like Damian Mai, he was fighting for the world title with 40, you know, so... He is out of the year 40. Wow. He was like with, uh, with 40 years old. He was like with, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 90 wins streak, fighting the young guys, you know, the best guys in the world and going for a title shot. So there's some guys, they go out of the curve, like we said, but the average is, uh, is around 36, 38. The people are going to retire. So how do you look after yourself? What's the regime? Uh, I I think that I can uh, take care of my body, the way I fight. I, I consider that I fight smart. I don't go just for the show, just just for the entertainment. I, of course, I know what I'm selling. I know that I'm selling entertainment. People are paying to see entertainment. But when I go to the to the octagon, I cannot think only about that. It's just who I am. I think about the martial arts. Uh, it's, it's a strategy, how I can do, how I can put my weapons uh, in a way that I overcome opponent's weapons, you know, how my martial arts will overcome his martial arts. And when I'm going to fight, I see that way. And fighting like that, I really believe that I will have a long career, you know, because I don't get hit too much. I always try to fight smart and I try to take care of my body daily, not just when I'm going to fight every day. It's like a lifestyle. Martial arts is more than just, uh, uh, it's more than just my job. It's my life. It's my lifestyle. I think about that 24-7. And that's it. And that's why I, I think that I will have a long career. That's what I hope at least. But I'm preparing for everything. Like work for the backs, for the best, expect the worst and get ready for everything. So that's how I try to, to think. I can't imagine what kind of focused state you go into when you enter the the octagon. Now, I've heard soccer players talk about, you know, crossing the line. When they come out of the tunnel, when they cross the line, they just, you know, they, they, they turn into a different person. It must be the same when you walk into the octagon. All of your senses must be heightened to the, you know, the, the sharpest that you're ever going to be at any one time. Uh do you even hear the noise that's going on around you or are you just like, what's it like to be, you know, just one of those two guys in that ring? Yeah. It's funny. Cause, um, there's, uh, we kind of shut down everything. It's, it's just naturally, you know, since the beginning of my career was like that, when I come to fight it was like naturally, I shut down everything and I only pay attention to the fight itself. But I also can hear some voice that I already know. I remember when I fight in the beginning of my career and some of my friends, he was in the crowd and he was cheering for me, giving me instruction, not just cheering. I could understand his voice in the middle of a lot of voice, like a thousand voice. I could hear his voice because it was a familiar voice already. So this is kind of funny because the same way that I can like shut down everything 
I can focus and hear the familiar voices. I'm a guy who I think I consider that I, I heard good my my corners voices and stuff like that. And I think this is part of the trainings. I like to do meditations. I like to do I do meditation before I go to the fight, doing a lot of breathing techniques so I can get not only a focus but always also uh, ready to fight. You know, like warm to fight. And this is funny because. I kind of shut down from everything, even the thoughts, you know, just think about going there and do my best. That's the way I like to fight. Not thinking about victory or defeat or whatever. Just thinking about what should I do? What can I, what I cannot do against this guy? But I also, I don't know, it's just naturally I can hear some of the familiar voice in the middle of that crazy crowd. Sometimes, of course, like in my last fight, uh, I gave the my opponent a knockdown in the second round and the crowd goes crazy. And I kind of used that moment to like cheer me up and you know and also to put my my opponent in a in a smaller pace. Like you see that crowd they are like cheering for me. They and I'm also with I'm taking the the energy for myself and I try to use this as something good for me but I also like I said I like to shut down and to just pay attention in the the fight but some moments it's good to use the energy for, for myself I was watching that fight that's the one we watched uh nice. excuse me uh, um and then uh yeah it was um sorry I just got interrupted uh a left jab to to the side of his head, right? That that put him down. A uh, left uh, hook, actually. Left hook, excuse me. A left hook yeah. that, that, that put him down. And then uh, he got back up, uh, you know, amazing that he got back up and, and carried on fighting. Um, but that's where you kept going. Uh, was that like straightaway tactic? I know what I've got to do now. I've just got to hit him there again. I've got to hit him there again. Yeah, that's what I tried to do. And... The time was running. Uh, I, I'm not sure, but when I knocked him down, was like, I think was like 30 seconds for the end of the round. I tried to use that moment so I could finish the fight. And my last opponent, David, he's a such tough guy. He was like, a, if I'm not mistaken, 10 years uh, uh, winning streak. I think was 16 winning streak with. 10 years unbeatable, so he's really good. He was also a chess player, so I believe he's just like me. He's like a strategy guy, and it was crazy how he just recovered, you know, like the the round ended. He got back in the third a little bit slow. I could see, I tried to finish him, but then he just walked around, he stayed calm, he breathed, and I saw he was recovering. I said, hey, man, I cannot go forward with everything now because he's recovering. He's still dangerous. And yes, it was a crazy fight. It was nice. Nice experience. So when you're getting the instructions from the bench, uh, this is what I, <laughs> as a, just a, a total novice, who's obviously never, never boxed, you know, you watch the boxing and you've always got the guys screaming at the, uh, at the boxer in the corner. And it always seems to me like, I think they probably know what they're doing. Like, what, what, what extra help could they need? But what, what are they shouting at you? Do they see something different to you? Are they giving you strategy, or are they, is is it just 
uh, like um, uh, in, in trying to uh, get you going, keep you keep you focused. What, what what's the role there? Yeah. Uh, both depends on what's going on in that particular moment. That's why it's so important that you have people on a corner that really know you know your weapons and know everything that you're going through because if each fight is a different challenge, not just because of the opponent, but because the moment of itself. Maybe you go to some fight that you have some injury and you cannot do something that you used to do or I, I don't know. And depend on what's going on, sometimes they, they are, I like to say, the, your corner, they are like more eyes for you, you know, because when you focus on the fight, of course, I'm, I'm, I know what's going on. I understand what's going on, how I am, if I feel tired, if I feel something, or if I'm just good, I can put some pace. But also my corners, when they know me, they know me even sometimes even better than myself. And sometimes it just remain, remind you who you are or what you need to do. Sometimes they give you strategic tips that you go for it. Sometimes it just give you some motivation, like last round, you, you losing, man, let's go. You're training for this. You're ready. You have gas. You let's use that gas that you have, something like that. So depend on the moment, but that's why you need to have on your corner guys that you really trust because when they say something to you, they don't need to make you believe. You already believe when they say You just say, hey, Matheus, go for it and kill the guy. And I just, okay, I'm going for it. And this kind of happened in this fight. If you see the first round was not really, um, not doesn't happen too much. Uh, Dvorak, he was like trying to chase me in the octagon, but he was not throwing his, his punches because he knew that I was a counter guy. And the first time that he threw a punch, I got, he, I clipped him with a counter. The first time in the first round. So he was like chasing me, but he's not throwing. And then the second round, the first, the, the middle, in the first to the second round, Andrea, my corner, he just said, hey, Matheus, let's put your game, let your game flow. You have much more than this guy for for do it for show. So, just le- just let your game flow, and it was something that I need in the moment. It was nothing like uh, something really strategic. It was nothing something like really technical, but it was something that helped me in the moment. He was like that uh, backup voice, like, "Hey, you can do it. Let's do it. Let's put your game to flow. You have you have you have gas. You have technique. You have everything. Just just let your game flow." And that, that helped me in that fight. In other fights, they helped me with uh, strategic uh, techniques, like let's put this guy down right now, use the single leg, or his, his left hand is going down, so let's work on top of that, so something like that. So it's really important to have in your corner something that you really, really believe. And I think the same is with your financial. Financial, When you believe in someone, like they say, hey, man, Bitcoin is good. Let's do it this way. Uh, take care of about this and let's do this. And that's the same. You know, you got to believe in those guys. You got to trust them. Yeah, you found a good bunch of guys or they found you. Uh, so yeah. you've, you've, you've got Bitcoin, if you've got Bitcoin in your corner, you're doing well in the, in the financial realm. Let's put it that way. Do you yeah. have uh, do you have any um, like Bitcoin signs on your on your shorts or anything like that? Uh, no, 
I actually have uh, the Beach Wage. All right. In my, in my you shirt. Got, you got yeah. the Bit Wage logo. Okay. Yes. Let's let's get the the orange Bitcoin sign on there. Just just so people are watching. That uh, oh, what's that? Yeah, oh, this will be good. <laughs> uh, just the the side of the Beach Wage. I'll put some the the B, the orange B. It'll be nice. That'd be amazing. All right, man. I think we'll uh, we'll start wrapping it up. I usually ask at the end of each question, if you had one orange pill left to give to somebody, who would you give it to and why? So what we mean by that is you've now received the orange pill. Uh, you know, uh, Mino and the Bitwage guys have have successfully uh, orange pilled you, and you've you know been open to it. This is the main thing. You've had an open mind and open eyes and open ears to to learn about Bitcoin and understand what it could mean for you and your family and your future. If you could do the same to one other person, if you only had one orange pill to give to somebody, who would you give that to and why? So let's say that I, I had this orange pill and I already gave it because it already happens. So I gave it to my girlfriend, uh, Luana Piero. She's also a UFC fighter and she's also worked with the Beach Wage guys. Now, after I closed the deal with them, uh, Luana was who I introduced. I said, hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing this for my future. Uh, I just started to put an um, amount of my salary in Bitcoin. She was, what is that? What can I do with that? And why do I need that? And then I try to explain a little bit. I'm not an expert on it, but I know a little bit. And then she got interesting. And then we set up a meeting with the Bitwage guys. And she did that meeting. And she just closed the deal with them too. So she's now receiving part of her salary in Bitcoin as well. And we are both getting ready for our future, you know. That's so I already amazing. gave my orange pill. <laughs> That is, and, and what's her name, sorry? Uh, Luana Piero. Luana Piero. Uh, uh, is, is she Brazilian yeah. as well? She's Brazilian as well. She's from the northeast from Brazil. Beautiful place there. But she lived in my, my city, Belo Horizonte, for years because when she was 17, she moved to Belo Horizonte to fight judo. She's a judo black belt. She was like... A, national champ she she made part of the national team you know she's really good on judo actually all of her family is judo black belt her mother her father all of her brothers and sisters they are all black belts in judo and she started training judo when she was two so she has a a background in judo and she started mma like five years ago six years ago if i'm not sure and then she already made all the way to the UFC and she have uh, he entered by the contender series, got a great knockout over there. And then after that, she made two UFC fights and we got two victories. So she's on her way to the to the belt too. And now with the orange peel. That's amazing. That is, I mean, well done, my friend. Uh, and this is, this is another thing as well for, for us that are just watching the, these fights on on television they look so crazy so out of control so violent which is the complete opposite to to martial arts as i understand it martial arts is all about control and uh, well self-control having control of your emotions it is such a stark contrast between what we see on television and what you guys are, are actually feeling and 
experiencing in, in the ring? Yeah, I would say that is like the yin-yang, you know, the equilibrium. We must have the calm, but we also ha must have the, the energy to finish fights and stuff like that. But uh, it's much more than the violence itself. Of course, it's a really intense uh, sport. Uh, you're just trying to rip our opponent's head off, and that's real. But it's much more than just violence, you know. It's the beautiful uh, that is uh, hiding into all that violence, you know. I remember when I was first watching the Valitudo fights and was something like that. I knew that was really violent and and everything really intense, but I also could see some beauty in it, you know, the way the guys prepare to do it. You need a lot of self-control to do everything, even before the fight. You have to go through all the hard trainings. You have injuries. You have all type of uh, all type of defeats before you go to the fight. You don't train well some days. You get your face punched every day uh, you have a lot of to go through before you go to the fight and we need a lot of self-control to do that uh, we have to do a crazy diet you know a really restricted diet so we can make up the 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 weight and we gotta lose the weight in the final week like training really really hard focus about the fight worrying about the strategy and everything and you still gotta do a really restricted diet and lose the weight dehydrated and everything so for sure if you just if you just see the fight and you say hey man this is not martial arts it's just violence but if you try to go deeper on it you can see a lot of beauty on it you know like you can see a lot of hard work a lot of self-control a lot of dedication this is just beautiful i can see the beautiful you know in the middle of all that blood and sweating and violence. A lot of hard work, a lot of education and a lot of self-control. You just described the journey down the Bitcoin rabbit hole as well. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> You're prime. I for used it. to say that yeah, I used to say that all of the ways of life, all of the arts, when they are when you are practicing them in then excellence, they have the same essence, you know. Like, it doesn't matter. It's the same. The same approach that I must have going to a fight, I must have talking about my money, talking about my Bitcoin investments or whatever, talking about studying to uh, get a de degree. It's just, everything is just exactly the same. Or let's say that I'm, I am a musician. You know, I think all the way of the lives, when you are doing into the excellence, they have the same essence. And I really believe on that. Well, it's been, it's been great to get to know you. Uh, one last question. You said crazy diet. What does that look yeah. like? What, what, uh, what kind of crazy uh, are you talking? Let's say, let's say that you need to work really, really hard. You put your, your body to the extremely. And while you're doing that, you have to do a really restricted diet with uh, so low calories and stuff like that. So this is difficult because you have to work hard and you not just have to train hard, but you have to perform good because you're going to a fight. How am I going to a fight if I'm performing so bad while I'm training? So I need to find the balance. It's another science. 
is another match. I think it's another art. The the diet about going to fight, you, you have to do so right in a point that you have energy to perform good, to recover good, not uh, hurt yourself because when you eating so so low calorie, you get easier. You get easier to injuries and stuff like that. So you gotta do everything so correct in a point that you need to cut your weight, you know, get, get lose weight, but you also have to perform good and recover good and don't get injuries. So this is one of the science behind the fights, you know, like it's not just go there and brawl. It's much more than that. You got to do weight. You got to train good. You got to recover. You got to uh, not hurt yourself. This is a really intense job like you like you can see and that's it like this is what i'm talking about crazy diet it's not crazy in the point that i would just you know uh, i have the professionals behind me i have nutritionists i have a doctor i have my strength conditioner coach i have all my coaches and everybody is working together so i can be on my prime every time that i step in the octagon and that's difficult to do well us i know I know this is true for Brazilians as well, but Bitcoin is in particular very much like their steaks. Please tell me you're allowed to eat a steak every now and then during your training. What? Sorry? Steaks. Are you allowed to eat steaks when you're training? Beef. Yes, of course. I, yeah. I love steaks. I love beef. And like I said, uh, it was good because uh, I have to learn more about dieting and about all the nutritional world because I'm, I need to, like I said, I need to eat good in a point that I have energy to recover, energy to train good, and also to lose in weight. So I learned a lot about diet, how to combine the elements. Like if I'm eating a steak that is more that there's more fat in it, I will eat a little a little less calories in my carbs, like in rice or pasta or something like that. I will put the right amount of fiber because if I do eat too much fiber, it's not good. If I if I do not eat fiber, it's not good as well. So it's all about balance and combine the elements. And I love steaks. I used to eat steaks even the way that I'm in the week that I'm cutting weight. But like I said, it's all about the amount that I'm going to be eating, the type of steak that I'm going to be eating, what I'm eating together. If I'm putting a rice, no, I'm changing the rice for potato because potato has less calories in the, in the same amount of of the that thing. So it was good because I learned, about, uh, learned a lot about the nutritional world as well. And I love steaks, man. I cannot... I respect everybody that is vegan and stuff, but man, I cannot imagine in my life without a steak. I just love it. You're a natural Bitcoiner. That's it. That's all you needed to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, nice. brother. Well, when's the next fight? If anybody is interested in coming to see it, getting tickets or tuning in on cable, whatever it is, um, how can people follow you? And what, what's, you know, what's the word? Yeah, so we doesn't have a fight yet. We are setting up, we are closing deals and stuff like that. I hope to have a good news uh, really close in the near future. Uh, we are thinking about something about like August, maybe September maximum. You know, I'm healthy, don't have any injuries, so I do want to fight again soon. 
uh, and want to keep climbing the mountain to the to the belt to the world champion. And whoever wants to follow me and follow off my work, you guys can follow me on Twitter and also in the Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Mateus Nicolau MMA, uh, and my Twitter is Nicolau Mateus. My number and my name and surname. Excellent. That'll be the title of the show. So people can find you on Twitter. No problem. And uh, nice. All right, man. Any last thoughts or any, anyone you want to shout out? I mean, we've shouted out Bitwage. I think you, you've covered that. Um, otherwise I, I'm, I'm out of questions. Yeah. I just wanted to shout out to you to give me this opportunity. It's always good to talk about uh, my career and also about the, the Bitcoin world and learn a little bit more. I want to give a shout out to everybody who is watching and supporting me since the day one and all of my friends and coaches. The Bitwage guys, like you said, thank you for putting me in the Bitcoin world and making this, this good move of my life. And thank you guys. Hope to see you guys soon. Thanks, Matthias. All the best, man. We're going to be watching you and cheering. For you too. Thank you. See you. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Matthias, again for coming on the show, giving up the time to come and teach us about your sports and about your profession and uh, to talk to us about the the, the idea of receiving your paychecks in, in Bitcoin, which is going to be so important for you and your future and uh it's such a great honor to have had you on the show to talk about this a big shout out for the bit wage team that have put this together for mateus they're doing some incredible work with some other athletes as well and for anybody like unofficial shill for bit wage if you want to start receiving bitcoin as your salary you can just create an account and plug in and you're done that's it. You choose how much of your salary goes into Bitcoin and you're stacking. So it's definitely worth giving them a shout. Find out more. Do your own research. Is this something that you can do? I mean, the answer is yes. So there's no reason not to um, not to look into it. Great work, guys. Well done. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate all of the uh, tweets and retweets and everything else, the engagement on Twitter. That's pretty much where you can find me, the, the best way to find me. Uh, find my book if you're interested in reading that that's called choose life you can find that on amazon i've got some great shows coming up pretty soon so stick around keep listening keep sharing these uh, i love these athlete ones because we can start reaching a, a different crowds different people who might never have even considered bitcoin but their favorite sports stars are now looking into adopting bitcoin and it's just going to keep the narrative front and center Appreciate you all. Make sure you're checking out the show sponsors. All the links are in the show notes. If you click those links and then add the co the coupon codes where needed, you'll get discounts on all of these services. And you can use Swan Bitcoin in the US, Relay.ch across Europe, BitcoinReserve.com also across Europe, and CoinCorner.com, based out of the Isle of Man, serving the UK and Europe. All of these companies can help you stack sats make sure you are taking control get your coins off the apps off the exchanges learn how to self-custody this is what bitcoin is all about otherwise you are not holding anything it's all thin air 
get shiftcrypto.ch forward slash bitten in your browser. Check out the Bitbox O2 hardware wallet. It's a Bitcoin only edition. Make sure you are stacking safe. Learn how to use a hardware wallet, how to set it up. There's plenty of tutorials, lots of information. Go meet some other Bitcoiners across the US. You can hit up bitcoinday.io, use OB10 to get a discount on all of the monthly Bitcoin meetups they're doing. Come across to Prague, Liberty in Our Lifetime conference, 21st, 23rd of October. Looking forward to that one. And go check out Consensus Network. Hit the link in the show notes. Buy a book in a different language and orange pill your friends. And look out for ungovernable misfits. There's going to be a code in the show notes as well you can use to buy some very cool fashion by Max on the Bit by Bit pod. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening.